think I'm just going to go for it. Okay. Welcome to the Art and Science Punks. What season are we on? Season five. Welcome season to, five. Welcome to the Art and Science Punks season five. This is the podcast where we sit down on the full moon before we turn into werewolves and we talk about what we're making. We talk about the joys and the challenges, the, the good and the bad of the things that we're making. We talk about art. We talk about science, things that are going on in the world in those, in those areas. Mm-hmm. And we also like to, to share things that we love, share products we're using, our uh, websites we visit. I don't know, just share our art and science. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, we literally made uh, learning a part of our wedding vows. Yes, we did. That's. You know how um, some couples, like they put the names together, you know, to make like a thing. What, What would art and science be if they were a couple? Uh, Oh, art and science? Not us? Not you and I, no. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there, there's obviously, there's rate or there's... Um, sh- um, Cobby. <laughs> yeah, Cobby. <laughs> That's a cool name. Um, so, uh, art, um, there, let's see, I guess it could be Aeons or Sart. <laughs> Sart. I love it. We bring you Sart things mm-hmm. science and art so what's uh all right what are we what are we currently doing you know like getting caught up instead of jumping straight into the business of, of i know art and science punks but you know so there's a chitter chatter thing um it's worth worth visiting um let's or we're i mean i guess it's fresh that we're getting the show going again and did we mention um last time that it, it was, I mean, so we actually, we changed, we, we were weekly for a while and we went bi-weekly and stuff. I mean, right. we've experimented with schedule, but now we're on this new schedule. That's right. That you mentioned in passing, but I think it's worth highlighting. Oh, I would love yeah. to. So we have decided that we will sit down and record on the full moon. So it's approximately monthly um, when the full moon comes about. And I do a lot of things by the moon. So um, I don't, however, turn into a werewolf. So that was no. just, I was just, just kidding there. Um, it's a secret I, or a joke. <laughs> but I do a lot of goal setting um, by the moon and I hold um, like a new moon, um, not the full moon, but on the new moon, I, I do a goal setting group. Um, and I do some posting around journal prompts and just kind of reminders to do goal setting. And if you do kind of track things by the moon and the new moon is really when you want to plan and um, dream big. And then the full moon, which is what it is tonight, is when you want to, you know, like release things out into the world. You want to, you know, set things free. Hmm. Um Kind of the big launches, uh, a lot of times people try to launch on a full moon or on either side of it. It is not like a you have, you know, these three hours. It's, you know, a couple days before, a couple days after. If you do it wrong, the moon is pissed at you. <laughs> and the problem is, is you have to figure out how and why. Well, no, then you just have to send letters to eight of your closest friends and no one can break the uh, chain. No, <laughs> I will not make that bread. <laughs> I will 
not make that bread. No, thank you. I, thank you, but no thank you. I could use some sourdough starter. Are you okay? Yeah, fine, I guess. I mean... <laughs> Okay. I just put it out in the universe. Now it's going to happen. It is. It will Probably. come to me because I just I just put it out there. I put it out in the universe, and I do love to make bread. Um, actually, very near and dear to my heart. I haven't made bread in a while. It, you know, it, ah, life is busy. Busy, busy. Maybe um, next new moon when I talk about what I've been making, maybe it will be bread. Okay. Cool. 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 Different kinds of bread. I like the schedule because you know the moon is awesome, and I like bread too. But like, I don't think there's a, so bread is a, who knows if, what's going to come with that. But like the, um, I, I, I to go back to the schedule. It, it's, it's a nice kind of flow and what, a, what a neat, um, like catalyst and, and, a, you know, a reason yeah. to do, to do that. So it's not, um, it, it it's meant to be a sustainable project, right? We want right. to put these out in the world and we see that people have still been listening and all that stuff, even though we took a very long break, um, and so it's it's um it's nice to have this back, but also have it back in a way that is uh you know like a reasonable reasonable project that fits with what we have of or fits with our availability and stuff. Absolutely, and like I said, you know what? There are some you know kind of looking ahead at the schedule. We found some full moon days that d- didn't work for us, so we are going to have to time shift a day or two on either side of it. But that's where we're at, and and that's just how the world works. So I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have some other ideas that we're also working on that we will hopefully bring to this podcast as we as we move forward um, throughout this year and this season of our podcast. So um, stay tuned because I think we have some fun things that'll be coming up. But for tonight, I really want to talk about what are you making now. I know you a little bit. Mm. Okay, I know you a lot, <laughs> and. We have limited time, and our listeners have limited time. So you're going to have to pick like one to two things that you're making to talk about. Okay. Okay? And same here. I mean, I have lots of um, areas of interest as well. But yeah, something that you're making now. And what I really want to focus on is what you're making, what is it, and what part of it brings you joy, and what part of it brings you challenges. So okay. that's really the the two areas of focus for this season that I want us to talk about because I think, um, you know, when we sat down and talked about our goals for the podcast and what it is that we wanted to bring to people and why we wanted to have these conversations, you know, a lot of it was about just having kind of honest and real conversations, not, you know, um, necessarily um, Instagram, Instagram life. There's a phrase for that now. I'm Oh, I'm. I imagine, but is it, yeah. you know, not just not just all of the the pretty, but what are the kind of the joys and the challenges that happen mm-hmm. in some of the projects? Um, and I think when we've podcasted before, we've talked a lot about you know bringing forth our our successes and our failures. Mm-hmm. But I think even if something, I mean, that neither of us really categorize much as failure. Yeah, I, that's a good point because I mean we. We we land on outcomes that aren't what we hoped for or expected, but then that's a part of the learning process. So exactly, I mean, um, I think yeah. we've always been people. Maybe not always, but for a long time, we've been people who, you know, as long as I learned something from it, it couldn't be a failure. Yeah, um, 
And so, I mean, some things don't feel great also, right? If, if they don't work out, but then... Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I, yeah, I don't know. So, like, so anyway, I like the idea of just saying more real time, what are some challenges about this? That, that's, that's really fair. And, you know, the word failure without a lot of context between people in conversation, it, it just, I don't know if it really lands well with its, you know, like, what do you mean by that? So I like that. So, so uh, something joyful, something challenging about it. That, yeah. That sounds good. Um, do you want to go first? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I just, right. I've been talking, so I want, okay. I want to hear from you. Okay. Um, well, I am working on uh, two projects, one of, the, one of which I'll highlight as my primary projects. Awesome. Um, I'm making a video game and I'm making a, um, like a, a course, a teaching course um, about uh, user experience design for people who are engineers. So the video game I'm working on is Word Turtle Island, and I'm not going to talk about that right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to that. Come in, back in to that future. another time. Um, and and I've, I've been splitting my, my work time between, you know, business development Mondays um, <clears throat> class development, course development stuff, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and then game development, uh, Thursday, Fridays. So, um, so yeah, I'm working on, on a, on a course about, uh, user experience design because it's, I mean, it's something I care about a lot and I, I'm, uh, it's like it, it, it made so much about my professional life make more sense for me. And I, I've been able to share that with others and, uh, it's not like it's this magical, simple thing, but like you can essentially thoughtfully and with just enough, you know, discipline and just enough, you know, creativity and, and plan and, and intention, think about the people you're making stuff for. You can include them and make better stuff, make it more meaningful and Absolutely. all that. And, they, and it's, it's not, it's tools that, that people can add on to their current disciplines. And well, and you do such, I mean, that's one of the, one of your superpowers is really taking those complex um, concepts and, you know, making them so approachable for anybody in any industry. So I think that's, that's right. why I'm excited right. about, you know, this UX for engineers. It's just, we all will do better work when we keep humans in mind, when we keep mm. other people in mind, when we keep our end users in mind, when we keep the people that have to use whatever it is we're making in mind, only good mm. things can come. I I think so. I mean, it, and, and not just keep them in well, mind. Like, things. Uh, they, they can. And that's where this, this, um, what I'm trying to share through this course is like, things can go wrong. It depends on how you're, it, it depends on how you're including and you need to include in a systemic enough way also, right? Well, and that's what I was just going to say. Keeping people in mind is not the right phrase. I know, phrasing. it's okay. Like, I think you, you're, you're hitting on, the, like, one of the key points that, like, it makes it, draws people's attention to this. Like, this whole, you know, user-centered design, humans, human-centered design, use, user experience, what have you. Um, but, yeah, for me, it's, it's um, I'll be brief, it's five audiences, and, that, and I'm teaching why they matter in, yeah. this, in this class. You've got, you've got your users... You've got the organization you're working for that's make that's funding the whole thing, and then you've got the team, the people you work with, and most of my career, that's the three audiences I cared a ton about. And I thought, right. aha, look at me, I'm I'm a, I'm a helpful facilitator, advocate that is combining all these points of view. But there's two more audiences that I teach about. There's the world, and then there's you, 
So if you, oh, yes, nice. you can go, you can get daunted. You say the world, that's too much. It's too big. No, it's not. Take a look around. <laughs> Think about the thing you're making. The world's just small. Yeah, exactly. The, the world, earth is tiny. The universe is giant. I'm not making that case. I'm saying that if you have a curious open mind and you're looking at what's adjacent to the thing you made and it's like, is this going to help them or, or, or harmful or who's there, or who's near it, right? That you weren't thinking about before. So think about the world, right? And then, then you, that's the other thing. And that, you know, sometimes when I'm talking with engineers, they, they're, honestly, they're, it seems like I just did something that's, that's just pure fantasy, right? Where I don't include me. What do you mean? <laughs> I just build what I'm told to build and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, no, guess what? You include you. And I have constructive ways of doing that as well. Because when you think of your own experience, you're going to get a greater, more detailed vocabulary of thinking of other people's experience. And that's one practical aspect of it. The other is like future you, will you be, what's the story you'll tell for the thing that you just made? And are, you know, are you going to say, well, I had to put food on the table. That's why I work there. (laughs) Or are you going to say, you know what? I really believed in that. And, 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 you know, I wish it could have gone better. Whatever you're going to say, like, but think about you, include you. And, and like, is this building you up or tearing you down and all that kind of stuff too. And you do all that with the five audiences that, and anyway, that's, that's what I'm teaching in the UX for engineers class. And I have a lot of joy in all this because I have, it's like, I've been trying to unpack that last little bit of stuff I've discovered and learned through my you know, creative and teaching voice for in my user experience design career, and um, and engineering as well because I'm both. I've always oh, and I've always been both, and it's it's well, and I can you hear know. your passion and your excitement. I mean, I think this is a a great project, and clearly it brings you a lot of joy. So, and but the challenge too is sometimes wait. Look, there's a challenge. I know. I can I can uh, I can take a breath if you want. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just like freight training over here. No, you're good. Okay. You're good. Challenge to this project. Um, So exploring things I've built and made and all my journals. I've been a journaling kind of person and reflective kind of person for a long time. So that's for – that's – it's good news and bad news. Like I can talk in a way, I can have a dialogue over time with me who was a lot younger, right? And who sometimes got some things right and sometimes made some mistakes. And sometimes those mistakes are, are, are bigger and, and, and I, I, I have mixed feelings about them. And sometimes I mischaracterize them. Like I think about my first nine years of my career in software and how I worked in the mortgage lending industry that led to, you know, the, 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 practices that they had that led to the, you know, the mortgage, um, the housing bubble, housing bubble bust. Right. And, um, but at the same time, like I went from being a janitor in the early part of that, right. In my early twenties to, to then becoming someone who was doing a lot of stuff, leading teams, building, you know, some really huge, interesting systems sure, yeah, and teaching user centered design in that course of nine years. And so I was able to, to really fully change my, my, uh, my lifestyle, my class, my kind of, you know, the, um, you know, for better or for worse, I was able to go from a, a certain level of what I could do and afford my life to a whole different one. Oh, sure. Yeah. It had a huge impact on your socioeconomic status. And huge. 
And so like part of me, one, sometimes when I reflect on that, the challenge is, is that um, there's, that's the two layers of challenge. The first reflection is I feel bad because I'm like, look what I did. Like, look at me using privilege and I did this thing. Then the second part is like, wait a minute, the story's more complicated than that. And, and so sitting with that and saying, ah, and this is how, and you know, I, I was able to, you know, uh, honestly, and that's how I met you. Yeah. I was going to say, that so, was in there too. That's pretty huge. So anyway, there you go. So I have, I have kind of a challenging dialogue with the, you know, sort of aspects of my career in, in this. So but I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I see the connection to the course that you're building. Because I look back at my journals and stuff while I'm building. Oh, this, I, because I'm like, that's the, that's the hard part of it. Why is, do I do this? What are essential things that I dis- that I've discovered? What isn't useful in my learning experience that may apply to others? That's right? really interesting. And then other things come up too, like that is so fascinating sure. because I was thinking, you know, oh, what's hard is you know, oh, the writing of this or the layout of that or coming up with exercises. But no, yours was much deeper. I feel the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so much that's difficult about all the writing and whatnot. But yeah. <laughs> But yours was, I mean, you had a really deep answer and that is, you know, as I'm building this course, I want it to be that I, you know, that it's built off my entire career. But when I look back at kind of some of my earlier experiences, you know, it's, and I'm using air quotes, it's like, I wish I would, if I only knew now. No, wait a minute. If I only knew then what I know now, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I could have done X, Y, or Z. I get yeah. that. I understand that. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot. There, there are layers and layers to this. So what do you do? Those feelings are What do you there. do when you hit that type of a challenge? Um, well, you just, I like, sat with it long enough to come up with that, that other insight, right? And so in a way, I'm, I'm... I'm creating a, enough empathy and understanding for even like my past self to mm-hmm. to see like well why did that occur right oh and that's so important I mean you you really do need to everybody needs to care for their past selves I mean that's that's a lot of work in life I believe mm. no, I'm, I'm sure I learned a lot of it just from yeah how how you do what you do as well so. Very interesting. Yeah. So that's... Very uh, interesting. Excuse me. <laughs> a joy and a challenge. And, you know, you had me go first, but hopefully... I love it. Take us somewhere lighter. What do you What do you have going on that, that you're making now? Um, so I think because we talked about it earlier, uh, I'll, the thing I will talk about is my new, new moon goal setting. Wow. I just tripping all over my words tonight. New moon goal setting. New moon goal setting. That's not bad. Yeah, it's a little bit of a challenge. The new moon goal setting. And it's a project that I just love. And I'm trying to, each month, learn as I go, right? So learn a little bit more about the, the next, like, that particular new moon. And, you know, is it a what sign is the moon in when the new moon hits? Is it new moon in Taurus? Is it new moon in Cancer? And then what does that mean? And I'm not, um, I'm not an astrology. um, I'm not studied in astrology. So 
it's really something that I'm enjoying kind of going out and learning about. And I'm just doing it like in little bites. So I'll learn a little bit and I'll be like, okay, this new moon, it's a really good time for reflecting on, you know, how am I going to make, you know, my goals connect to making my community better, my community stronger, the world a better place, kind of however you position that in your head, but not just within, but how am I going to kind of go outward with it? And so then I will take those learnings and put together some journal prompts. And um, the thing that I'm working towards is also guided meditations. So, you know, just in short, you know, five to 10 minute guided meditation, and then some journal prompts with an invitation to do some journaling on that topic on the new moon to really help people set some goals and push forward in that. So that's one of the things that I'm working on now. And then, you know, sharing those. So you're doing that for you and for a community. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I I'm working on it, and the meditations I um, I haven't done as much publicly. I have a, a small group that I've done some of those with, and then I also post some things out on TikTok. Um, but I haven't. Um, I'm still, I think, building up some confidence and trying to find my voice with that. Um, I just need a little, I think I, I need a little more practice or a little more experience with it, but that's a goal that I have. And honestly, that's, I think one of my challenges is, um, I don't know, sometimes I feel silly, hmm. you know, starting to, um, work through those guided meditations, which is funny because I listen to guided meditations like almost every day when I'm, you know, I click into insight timer and and sit down and sometimes I just do music or, you know, silence, but, um, I do enjoy a good guided meditation. So it's funny that when then I go to do it, I get very self-conscious. So I'm working on it, but I think that's my challenge right now. And I also feel like there is a finding of my voice that I don't have yet in that space, but I feel like it's coming, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, do you feel that way with your projects ever where you're working on something and you're like, I feel like I'm on the right path and I'm headed down the right road to find. I don't know. My voice is the only way I have to frame it right now. I'm sure there's other words. So your voice meaning what? The 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 essential expression of what's meaningful to you or the skillful expression of what's meaningful to you or what what is How would you distinguish you those? Uh well, one might be like uh, the 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 skill and the performance of of your facilitation uh. and video recording and that kind of stuff. Uh. But then, and and like I don't know, what are you seeing as that, or or is it sort yeah. of the um, you know you're communicating the something that that is um, I don't know, just specifically you like you've yeah i would say it's more um it's not the settings and do i want to talk fast do i want to talk slow do i want to it's not that it's how do i frame my message how do i position my message i have a lot of words like i'm a talker and that's annoying and obnoxious when you're trying to meditate right so a guided meditation with me going on and on about everything i'm thinking so how do i um, how do I find like 
those important parts and pieces and sort through what is the essential message that I want to deliver or what is the essential experience I want people to have Hmm. in going through that. Interesting. Yeah, that sounds like a, a little bit of a combination. And then, then there's sort of the, the specific medium or specific form, right? In order to make sure you're putting enough but not too much into that form is what I'm hearing. Yeah, and it's things like, okay, so I'll give an example because okay. I think I'm kind of going around in a little bit of a circle. So like an example is, um, you know, mindset, right? We talk a lot about mindset and putting the right, you know, kind of reframing and and doing some mindset work. But I don't want to fall into toxic positivity. And so, you know, I want you to, you know, take your challenge and I want you to think of it as a positive thing. But you know what, if you need to be sad or you need to be mad, that's okay. So stay with the matter, you know, this kind of thing, like... <laughs> I struggle with that. I've ever since early, you know, um, disclaimers. I would put disclaimers. Yeah, in to, it's to it's kind of that where it has a service, but it's also a performative distraction. But it's also an earnest expression of trying to be inclusive. And you know, yeah, what you know, what do you do? So that's where I'm. That's what I'm just trying to sort out. And sometimes yeah. it just comes to me, and things just feel right, and I can I can put that out there in the world. And sometimes I overthink it and. Hmm. That is a challenge. So the joy, though, is I absolutely love this work. And it's exactly what you said before, that it's stuff that I create and do and use myself. And then I can also share with others, which is kind of funny because it's similar to your user experience, right? This was, you used all of this stuff. You Mm -hmm. saw it work. It worked for you. So now you're sharing it with others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, I I learned, uh, through, uh, work. I mean, it was, I learned on the job, you know, a lot of it. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah, there's, so there's, it comes from a lot of uh, a very practical personal place that also, um, you know, plenty of, plenty of, um, things I've tried, that I, you know, said that I want to, you know, bring into this, including teaching it, right? Right. So, well, I think that's awesome. So, yeah. So that's, I mean, the joy for me is is doing the work, experiencing the work, and sharing it. I, I, I would imagine you probably get some some reactions from people too. Um, with that, um, you have a a private live community that you share with. Yeah. Then you know. Yeah. Yes. So you, I, you know, getting getting people um, to share how they are, you know, engaging with that, and and it's like a, you know, it's a virtuous cycle where you're like trying to help something, you know, someone accomplish something, and and people sharing that, yeah, it's useful. Absolutely, and that is true. I have this um, the live group that I work with. Mm. I get a lot of really great feedback and I ask a lot of questions about what do they like and what do they not like. And so I'm just starting to kind of build the more public version of that um, through my TikTok. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I hope that it grows. Super cool. All right. So making stuff, what about? Uh... So yeah, next on our hot little agenda is we. I want to bring something. I As I kind of looked back through our old episodes 
our past episodes, we always had some kind of, we often worked it into our picks where we had some type of um, current event or interesting fact that we just found or learned about and wanted to share. Mm. And so um, I'm going to call it current events, but it's, it's not always a current event. As a matter of fact, the one I have tonight is not current at all. And I brought it because I love that it is such a huge combination of art and science. And so I didn't know this. I'm going to ask you if you knew it. It makes sense once you'd like dig into it, but that NASA has since the early 60s up until very recently had a artist in residence. I am 80% sure I've encountered that. Yeah. Um, but I've definitely encountered more of it through other places like Bell Labs has had this, you know, IBM will have artists in residence and yeah. it's kind of this, um, JPL little, yeah. Oh, sure. The old school science places that, uh, know that there is an important connection. Yeah. So it started in the early sixties and it was really a way of having artists come and document what NASA was doing. And so, and to kind of bring, um, you know, bring some of that, you know, art and design around what was being built. And so, if you look back through, there's been some really interesting artists. So, Norman Rockwell did some work. Hmm. Um, I, I thought there's some funny, I guess, politics where maybe he wasn't officially an artist in residence because he had some other contract, so he couldn't be, but he definitely did some work, and you've probably seen some of those images. Um, uh, Andy Warhol has done some work. So um, I think he maybe did one of the moon landing ones. Wow. Um, so there's just been some really interesting Annie Leibovitz, some really cool artwork that's been done. It sounds like it's not, I couldn't find anything about the current artist in residence. What I've, what I've read is that in more recent years, um, it's gotten to be a much smaller and smaller part of the organization. So there was one in 2019, I know, but I can't really find, I couldn't find anything beyond 2019. Um, but like you said, some of these other places um, do have artists in residence and the Jet Propulsion Lab, which is kind of, re- is has some relationship to NASA, still has one. Mm-hmm. But NASA's big official residency, I can't find where it's at today. So if anybody knows, go ahead and throw that in the comments and um, learn more. But it was really, it was very interesting to learn about. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, the artists in residency, like in, in, in general, but yeah, especially if it's, it's tied to uh, science in some way, that'd be, that'd be neat. Yeah. To, and there's some about. cool, some cool images out there and that makes sense. Huh. What a cool uh, situation. And it's current to you, right? I mean, so it's, in a way, like Art and Science Punks is documenting it's 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 our learning process, and we're excited to share things that we we learn, right? So, you know, it's like if 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 you started start studying um, type typography again, it's like, well, that's hundreds of years old news. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, I shall bring my font knowledge to the group. Um, but honestly, yeah, it's it's the current connection. That's I think that's yeah. what matters more yeah. than the um, newsworthiness. We don't have a news desk or even a producer full time. So anyway. Yeah, but I know how to Google. Sure, yeah. I could just you Google 
science. That's honestly. I'll wear. I'll put my glasses on. Oh sure. And I'll Google science. You got a lab coat. Yep. Excellent. And then um, I'll put my beret on. Oh. And Google art. Perfect. These are all hyper current references. So, all right. Do you know what that means? Get moving. Nope. This? Time's up. Nope. I'm out of here. This means. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Time for picks. Time for picks. That's the new picks sound. Happy. I didn't know what uh, wants some picks. Clap your hands. Nice. All right. So, what's the new new situation with picks? Anything goes. You can pick anything you want. Nobody's got an assignment. You can just don't pick your nose. Ah, uh, well, but um, bum private maybe. But um, <laughs> so uh, picks are are you know largely themed art or science. But we might both show up with a pick that's from one category. Right? That is correct. Okay, and the pick should be something that um, other people can use. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's a product. Maybe it's a service. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe it's uh, you know a book, yeah, a song. Cool, cool. But it's not like a th- one thing on your desk that no one else could have, right? Right. Okay. Like your pick can't be. I got nothing. So, I I, I think we're good. So, what's uh, what is your pick? <gasps> I'm excited for my pick. The pick song came back. There it was again. It's not a song. <laughs> <laughs> it, we. It could be sound. The pick sound came back. Um, my pick is: Do you ever have bugs in your plants? In my plants. In your plants. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, oh no! So, like those little flying gnats that fly around whenever. So, I I like plants. I like plants a lot. I like house plants. And whenever I bring new house plants into the house, you know they have to sit in quarantine in case they came from the store with any types of bugs. And then they can go into the rooms. And every time I put a new plant in Robbie's office, he complains that there's bugs, and there's not. It's his imagination. But at any rate, um. Mm. So I have a special tool, I don't know, um, that I use to make sure that I don't get bugs in my a plants. tool for the bugs in your plants. So that I don't get bugs in my plants, with plants. an L. Yep. Um, and that is eucalyptus oil. Hmm. That was like a long walk for me to say eucalyptus oil. Okay. Whew. <laughs> so, yeah, a, lot, a lot of tension built up. I know. it. Yeah. So I take some water. And I put some eucalyptus oil drops in it and maybe a little bit of soap because soap can um, helps kind of stick to the plants. Oh. And I put it in a spray bottle and I shake that bad boy up and I spray the new plants when they come into the house and they go into a little quarantine land. And that should take care of the bugs. And then, you know, you can respray that every, you know, three to five days. Um, I am a par- terrible plant mom, so I don't. You know, I do it when I remember, which is usually like once a month. Give a little uke and everything. It all smells really good. And it's safe for your plants. But eucalyptus oil has some antifungal in it, has some antibacterial properties to it. And so it really kind of clears all that stuff up. Hmm. And then my plants don't have bugs. Hmm. But my office has koalas now. (laughs) 
because they love eucalyptus. Exactly. So I'm glad you got my joke. Uh, that is that is cool. I like that. It, it's neither it, art it nor science. I guess it's, a, it's science. That's science. I was trying yeah. to figure out. I just I wanted to share it. Botany or something like that. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, and it has made a difference in, in the plants in our environment. Yes. So um, nice pick. Is Thank it, so you. Are, are we going to, so a link to the, to the idea of the oil or a recipe or where they can buy it? I'm just curious. I'll be curious to see what kind oh, of Oh, that's a good point. Link comes with You can that. get eucalyptus oil anywhere you would like. Sure. Shake down those uh, koalas. They got it. Yeah. I don't have. They'll act like they don't have it, but they have it. I don't have a specific recipe that I use. Okay. I just, you know. Put a few drops in. Fill up some water, put some drops in, mm-hmm. add a drop of soap. Well, interesting. But I do so have this a, pick may I, not have a link, and that's okay, too. You know what? I do have a place that I really like to get oils, though, so I could link uh, to um, the oil place I like. Okay. Sounds awesome. All right. Uh, well, I have a pick as well. And it's 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 more art than science, and it's a game I bought on sale on Steam. Oh yay! Um, Have I seen this one yet? Uh, no, you haven't. Um, it's called Guilty Guilty Gear X Two Reload, and it's interesting. It's fun to learn about you know some of the background of of, of games. Like this is a this is a series that's been around a long time, like I don't know, like eighteen years or so. And oh, that uh, is a lot more. Of time. Actually, the series I think came out in the nineties. I don't know. I'm I have a, I'm just learning the history of it, right? But like so, and this is the sequel, which did um, the Steam version came out on uh, July twenty third, two thousand four. Um, so it was probably in the arcade before that, what have you. But this is such a um, a good game if you're into um, well, if you're into like uh, rocking metal music. Um, very uh, exaggerated, uh, highly stylish characters, and who happen to be in a situation where they want to punch each other a lot, right? <laughs> and, and and launch different wild magical effects in them, or hit each other with a guitar, or all this stuff. I mean, like it's, actually, uh, it's like a high fantasy fighting game, like with like heavy metal. Do they actually like hit themselves with a guitar like they're smashing up guitars, or is it like they play a chord and it shoots lightning at them? Well, or both. Um, there's a character who who plays guitar and beats people with the guitar and does clever things with the guitar strings and all kinds of stuff. And very like it is not sci-fi. It is highly fantasy. You know, um, I guess combination of maybe the physics are science of you know getting hit with a guitar, but um, it's. It's a um, super wild, exaggerated, silly kind of violent, um, cartoony anime, um, and uh, sort of that that bits of dialogue before a before a battle. If you, I mean, if you ever played like Samurai Showdown or Street Fighter Two or you know that kind of game, um, that's what this is. So it's 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 a one on one battle, you against a, a human or you against a computer. And, and do you get to pick your player? Like you, do. you do. In and there's a good Street number Rider? of, of uh, characters to pick from, too. I haven't even played them all yet. Oh, wow. Um, I guess the only caution is, like, I would say it's probably not an all-ages fighting game. You know, there's there's a, there's racy. It's, you know, it's, the violence is cartoony, but it's got that. And it's got a little bit of um, uh, sexuality in it, you know, a little bit of. 
little bit of uh, 90s designed costumes? Some of that, yeah. Okay. So um, it's, but it, and I don't know why I avoided this series too. It's really, um, it's a great, like, play for a few minutes release. It, and it's like, um, you know, because it and it has it has all these things that I that I really enjoy. The the, the art is is amazing. The the music is really awesome and fun, and uh, the fighting style and the gameplay is really good and approachable. It's it's like you 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 jump in and um and it doesn't destroy you right away, right? Where it's like I'm a wall and you sure. must get past me. I'm so impressive. You must feel bad. I'm a fighting game, right? It's like hey, I'm a fighting game. Let's rock and. Hey, you're pretty good. Okay, so keep going. And then you get you I would say if you've played Street Fighter 2 a good bit, you could probably just on your first try, you know, get I don't know, like multiple stages into the game, which is encouraging. And I think that's a good game design. Um I inter- I was talking over you. What, what was your comment there? Oh, is the music good? It's really fun. I need oh, to get good. the soundtrack. Oh, awesome. And there's a whole new one. Like, there's a vastly new, like, 3D, 2D version of this out, um, and it's brand new. I'll, I'll get to that one eventually, but I, I'm glad I, re- I jumped back to an earlier one as my first experience with it, and I, I, I don't know why I avoided it for so long. It's a blast, and I learned a wild fact that the, the, the game designer, uh, Daisuke, Ishiwatari, right? Mm-hmm. He or they or she, I don't know gender pronouns for this person, but like um, led the design, created the art and the music. Oh, wow. And no, having played the game, even if you would like just look at a video on YouTube and think one person did a ton of this, it's kind of mind blowing. Wow, that's crazy. So. Quite. Illustrator, musician, composer, and voice actor. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's it's that's wild. Very impressive. So there you go. Guilty that's Gear awesome. X2 Reload on Steam. It's, it's great pick. Yeah, it's it's ten bucks. So nice. Well, we'll put a link to it in the show notes. Yes. All right. Well, we did it. Happy full moon. Happy full moon. We're back. Season five underway. All right. And so if people want to find art and science punks online, you can just, you know, go to what? Art, art, science, art, science, punks, that fireside.fm is the best place. Yes. That's where the podcast is lives. Mm -hmm. And you can find me at earth cat studio on TikTok. Oh, awesome. And, I uh, like if you go to interactive-storyteller.com slash links, you're going to find all sorts of places to find me. The video games I make, things I write. Oh, absolutely. Workshops. Same here. You could go to earthcatstudio.com and find all of my links and all the things that I do. Super cool. Well, thanks for doing this. Another full moon. Full moon. Get out of my podcast. (laughs) that looks like a visualization of a galaxy mixed with a whale mixed with um dna huh oh wow and these are creatures migrating across the moon 
in VR. Wow. So, well, what did my thing say? The last official residency belonged to an avant-garde performance artist, Laurie Anderson. Her piece was co-created with Hsin Chien Huang and was a multimedia-driven virtual reality experience project. The viewers were transported to a virtual moon celebrating the 50th anniversary of the moon landing where they could view unique constellations created by the artist, polar bears, dinosaurs, and democracy, modern constellations of things that have disappeared are fragile and at risk of extinction. Oh, wow. Oh, that's... Okay, now it's done. Huh. That is a really cool scene. Thank you for your time. <laughs> Get out of my podcast. <laughs> Acknowledged. Okay. 